Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Hello and welcome to another edition of Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Thank you for joining us. My name is Tony Colombo. I am with my partner, Bo Matthews. How you doing, Tony? There he is. Hey, Bo. How's it going? I'm and good, man. Producer Chad Ellis hello, is here hello. as well. Great to see you guys. A uh, little bit of weather earlier this weekend and a uh, lot going on. How are uh, how you doing? No snowmageddon. So no, I, I think no we're good. snowmageddon. No snowmageddon. Uh, yeah, no, it, 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 it's fine. I mean, you know, it's, it, we're getting to the bleak part of the, the winter, mm-hmm. and so we're already talking about a quick trip out to Vegas, just a thaw. Do you want to hear some something depressing that I... In forty-one years, never realized, and I'm almost glad I didn't. Uh, Groundhog Day, which is coming up yeah. in a couple weeks, is the halfway point of the winter. So we're not there yet. We're not even oh. halfway done. And it's not been a bad year, but no, I but it just it just wears on you. You know, for those people that have lived in other parts of the country, I grew up in Minnesota a lot of my my youth, and so snow is not really a bother. It is pretty hilarious that if there's a threat of rain, like we had this past week, freezing rain. I mean, the snow days are just popping up left and right. We never had a snow day. Oh, never. Don't get me. Don't even get me started. I just did. I just got you started. Don't even get, it is. I. There was one day earlier th- this week, um, I guess it was Wednesday night, Thursday morning, and it, they, 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 you know, they said there could be a little bit of ice at night, you know, maybe an inch of snow, and it really, and it wasn't anything bad, and they didn't call off school, but I was, I was certain they were going to. I don't It's like s- they just call them, they get called on, on just the forecast now. It's, it doesn't right. even have to snow for it to actually... Uh, for them to cancel school. I don't have small children in in school. I do. But how do you, I know, and that's why I'm asking you, how do you juggle your schedule when there's a snow day? Yeah, it stinks. So often, you know? It, right now we're lucky because we have a 16-year-old as well. So if they all, who's in high school, and so if they all get called off, she can just, she just is there. Right. And we can leave. But that's a, um, that that's something that, an advantage that we have. But a lot of parents don't. Yeah, you just made it to that threshold where you have yeah. now a, your own personal Uber yeah. to run errands if you need. A built-in babysitter. R- right, right. Yeah. Uh, but you know. but a lot of people don't. A lot of people have kids that are in elementary school, and if they find out at 5.30 in the morning that they don't have school that day, somebody's not going to work. Right. You know, or somebody's got, or you're making phone calls and trying to find grandparents and things like that. I do not know how people do it. I really don't. I know this is not... Talking about Second Amendment guns or anything. I just don't know how parents can do it and juggle that and keep their job because they may get a snow day, but guess what? Tony, you got to be on the air today. That's right. You know, I mean, there's no, you, can't, right. you can't say, sorry, I've got kids. Mm-hmm. Some jobs, I guess you can do that, but how, how many jobs are you hopping because you, yeah. you're just, you got to be there and for I'm your not, kids. Look, I don't want the buses driving in, you know, on icy roads sure. and in six inches of snow, but sometimes the, the, 
to use a gun term, sometimes they pull the trigger a little early I, on some of these. Happy, uh, but some I think of these you're decisions. right. They're 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 making that decision on a forecast, not what's yeah. really happened. And I love a lot of meteorologists. I know a lot of them in in TV news. Where they can't tell you what's going to happen. Love Dave Murray. Can't tell you what's going to happen. He can only tell you what has happened. Right. Officially. So, right. anyway. Yeah. No, but, uh, yeah, it's been an interesting, uh, it, it has been, it, it has been a, a fairly mild winter. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we got a long way to go. February is the worst. So. It just feels like, you feel like you think you're almost through it, but you're really not almost through it. And that's why we're thinking about a quick trip to Vegas, just to get just go thaw out a little bit, you know. And I, I, I we're not talking about uh, Second Amendment rights and, and and laws and things like that right now, but we are talking about the great outdoors. So mm-hmm. I guess it, I guess it qualifies. That's exactly right. That's exactly <laughs> nice right. Nice save. Speaking of the great outdoors, uh, one of the things that I wanted to talk about today, and then uh, I walk in and you are looking at it and uh, talking about it, and that is the situation with uh, feral hogs in the state of Missouri and how they are uh, getting out of control. It's something that we've talked about here on uh, the show in the past, but I wanted to get into that a little bit. And, of course, if we are going to talk about hunting on this show, it's... And hunting hogs. Yeah. (laughs) This segment is brought to you by Razorback Armory. Razorback Armory is a full-service firearm shop that strives to be the area's premier destination for firearm enthusiasts. You got an AR you want to get some uh, accessories for? They're the guys you want to get an AR? They're the guys online. You can find them at RazorbackArmory.com. Tell them Bo sent you. You're ready to become the the hog hunter. Well, because I see that... I think there's a show there. The Great Hog Hunter. Oh, absolutely. Somebody's already copyrighted since you just said it. Um, (laughs) That's that's a a show. We have been talking about bear and elk on this show quite a bit over the Uh last several weeks. And just in the last week or so, the the feral hog thing, which has been happening, a lot of people know about it. Uh, There was a big deal in Jeff City uh, uh, last week about people protesting, not doing it on public lands. And it just amazes me because they are so big and dangerous. Have you heard of Hogzilla? This thing is 12 foot long and 1,200 pounds. It's a hog, a wild hog. <laughs> Seriously. Forget Bigfoot. Chad we got Hogzilla. His, this whole show, Chad has had his head down. He's like <laughs> prepping the next segment, making sure everybody's right. We're going to be talking to uh, uh, John and Jake from Osage County Guns who are at SHOT Show right now, which is a big deal. <laughs> right. Chad's probably coordinating with them. You just said a Hogzilla, his head just popped and up. His head snapped <laughs> like a prairie dog. <laughs> no, like, it, what is this guy talking about? So there's just one. Well, no, there's several. There's okay. several extremely large. So it's Hogzilla's. Go to YouTube. You'll see. It's it's crazy, but it's amazing if you look at a map of how they reproduce the 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 feral hogs that have come from Arkansas halfway through the state of Missouri and on their way to the border of Iowa here be, before long. They they are breeding like cats or mice they yeah. they just breed that fast and they are and they're dangerous they are those these these feral hogs are a nuisance and but they're not like a nuisance like like rats they're a nuisance in that sense that they destroy things and they're bad for the environment, but they also are dangerous. Yeah. They well, can hurt you. Just a week ago, uh, the Mingus Duck Reservoir, someplace out in uh, western Missouri, mm-hmm. north of Kansas City, they I were going to- you start to make up words. They were gonna, no, 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 it's true. Uh, <laughs> Hogzilla. Uh, so they, they the are- The Mingus Hogzilla. Yeah, no, the Mingus du- Duck Reservoir or whatever, <laughs> they're going to shut that down so they can do aerial hunting from helicopters oh, of nice. these things. And- 
I've oh, never, there's a show here. I've dog never, the Bounty Hunter, Bo <laughs> the Hog over, Hunter. Dog. Yeah. Um, I've never been a big game hunter. I'll I, be on your team. I, I'm telling you, aerial hunting, if we can get an opportunity to fly in a helicopter and shoot guns at, at something, and we're helping the community, we're helping yeah. the, the land, I, I would I would probably sign up for that, and I probably wouldn't feel How bad about it. How could you not? I know. What do you mean, probably? The opportunity well, to shoot guns out of a helicopter? Yeah, that is true. <laughs> I so and and I always bring this up because when you went to Disney World and left us all behind, yep. and you went and had a great time at the happiest place on earth. I had my buddy Chef Jason McGraw from mm-hmm. Hotel St. Louis come over with unbelievable food. We need to invite him in again, but he's a guy that I, I reached out to this week to find out. Okay, you have all these feral hogs. Can you eat them, or do they just have to discard them, or you know whatever, turn them into fish food? He goes, no. He says it's kind of like really uh, tough meat because it's like a deer. They're really strong. They're very agile. They move a lot. There's a lot of muscle. If you dress them out right, he says, and you tenderize them right, they're fantastic. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, you know what? I I think we've talked about this with the Asian carp situation as well. Yeah. There's an industry. There, nobody should be going hungry anywhere right now when we have this Asian, this Asian carp situation all over the country. Where they can't catch them and kill them fast enough. Feral hog populations are continuing to rise and they're spreading all across the state. I saw a map the other day of the where the feral hog population. Yep. Yeah, we looked at it. Yep. Uh, where the feral hog population in the state of Missouri was, I think, 10 or 20 years ago and now and where it is now. Yeah. It's incredible. And they are it's just growing and spreading and they're moving to parts of the country that they've never been in before. And There's an industry here to catch and kill these animals and these fish, turn them into food because you can eat the Asian carp as well. And Tim Shelsvik, I think, was the one that said they're uh-huh. actually delicious yeah. if you clean them if right. You, if you prepare them correctly, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I I don't know. It's just it, it's fascinating to me to see how many there are. And like you said, it's a great source of protein. I'm a huge, again, not a big deer hunter, but uh, there's the uh, harvest, uh, the share of the harvest. Yeah, yep. Hunters get their tags full. They can get another tag and, and then donate that meat, which I think is a fantastic program. Mm-hmm. This right here, who doesn't love pork? Right. Except Chad. Right. Sorry. Right. Sorry. Well, he's just not going to eat. I don't, think, <laughs> I don't think Chad's prepared to eat anything that's called a hogzilla. <laughs> I don't think. That, that's just going to be the stuffed. and hog. <laughs> that'll be put at the zoo mm-hmm. or something. Uh, let's do it. I'm in. Let's I'm... me and you. We can, you. It can be your show. I'll just be on the team. Bo the hog hunter. <laughs> Yeah, and but, Chad, are you joining us? Are you? Are you? On sure, a, why not? There he is. Chad's well, Chef Jason, as I just met, or something. Yeah. Say right. again. I'll be a cameraman or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's part of the staff. <laughs> Chef Jason, I just uh, I, he just went hog hunting last week, so he's got real world experience. So right. he would have to be on this team because he could not only help us, you know, figure out how to shoot them, whatever. He could help cook them. There you go. Or he could cook them. This is a real show. This is a real show. I know. Look out. We need to put it together. Uh, (laughs) Speaking of real shows, SHOT Show, there's a transition, is uh, happening, or or it happened this week. Uh, Jake and and John from Osage County Guns, great sponsors of the show, have been there all week. This is a big deal for, this is like the, the auto show on steroids computer for the gun. consumer electronic show any of yes. those big shows out there yeah for the gun industry there's a uh you know manufacturers introducing uh, uh new new guns and uh and new accessories and just introducing all kinds of and rolling out things for the new year and what they're working on 
in the industry. And uh, so SHOT Show is always a, a, a big deal. And John and Jake are down there, and we're going to talk to them in just a few minutes. That would be a show. Going on. Yeah. We should go out there. Yeah, and a uh, quick reminder, if you miss anything on this show or you just want to hear it again, there's lots of ways to do so. You can download our podcast in very many places, but the best place, I think, is the Radio.com app, which is absolutely free. Download the Radio.com app, and you can stream the station 24-7. You can take advantage of the Radio Rewind feature, which gives you the opportunity to rewind live radio, just like you're watching your DVR at home. And you can download the podcast of this and every other show on the radio station. And again, it is all absolutely free, so you don't miss anything, especially about uh, what we're about to hear from Jake and John and the guys at Osage County Guns about SHOT Show 2020. We're going to talk to those guys when we get back. Don't go anywhere. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. You're listening to Second Amendment Radio and The Great Outdoors. Welcome back to Second Amendment Radio and The Great Outdoors. Tony Colombo in studio with my co-host Bo Matthews and our producer Chad Ellis. And as I mentioned in that last segment, uh, our friends from Osage County Guns, one of the great sponsors of this show, uh, John and Jake, who have been on many times, are joining us live. They are our SHOT Show 2020 correspondents, and they are there uh, as we speak. Uh, fellas, great to talk with you. How's it going? Hello. It's excellent, but yeah. we're tired. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, I, I'm sure it's been a it's been a long, fun week for you guys. We were in, in the last segment explaining a little bit to maybe people who don't know what Shot Show is, uh, what what is happening down there. But uh, uh, you guys can do a better job of that than I can. So c- before we get into the details and specifics of what is happening down there, uh, just tell people what Shot Show is and why it's such a big deal every year for the gun industry. Sure. So SHOT Show is the the largest uh, expo uh, within the industry, and it it takes place every January about the same week. And for the last number of years, it's it's been held repetitively in Las Vegas. So location hasn't changed, Um, but uh, it's it's the opportunity for manufacturers to display, you know, nearly their full product lines, new releases. And uh, kind of showcase, uh, you know, uh, updates and, and things that are that are kind of happening within the industry. Um, we see a lot of, you know, new releases starting to to kind of slip out beforehand. But this is the opportunity to put hands on all this new product and see it in person, and uh, really try to take in, you know, everything that's uh, kind of evolving within the industry. Um, so it's here at the Sands Expo in Las Vegas. And uh, it's hard to describe the size of this show, and even just spouting out statistics doesn't do it any justice yeah. until you've walked the floor for two or three days in a row, <laughs> and your body is aching because you don't uh, realize how little exercise you do compared to a job. <laughs> And I would imagine that all the you know all the major manufacturers are out there, obviously, and they're and they're all really you know bringing it, trying to show off and trying to show why they are 
uh, more advanced and better than all their competitors out there. So I'm sure you guys are getting a chance to really see. I mean, how how competitive is it with the the the, the big names in manufacturing? You know, the Glocks and the Sigs and the Smith and Wesson and you know and all these guys. Um, uh, how how competitive is it, and how much is Shot Show like the chance to really try to uh, get a leg up, or you know, show uh, how advanced you are uh, against your competition? It's it's a really good opportunity for everybody to uh, to showcase what they have. So when you go into the the main room at Shot Show, it's it's huge, mm-hmm. uh, and the first thing you see is the amount of money that these manufacturers have put into their booths. Um, they're huge. They're two stories. They have multiple offices. Wow. Uh, they, they have every, you know, depending on the size of their line, um, you know, you've got clocks, booth and SIG and Smith and Wesson are just huge. And they have one of every single firearm that they manufacture on display, um, with the catalogs and the manufacturers employees there to explain the product and, uh, what, what's new, why it's new, how they've changed it. Um, and so it's, it, it's, funny when you go to the show for several years in a row you kind of see a an underlining theme where everybody's booths are getting uh, a little bigger uh and they're trying to overtake the space that they have to make it you 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 can't even see across the whole room it's just nothing but manufacturers booths signs and um uh, it's just the the fixtures and their booths alone is is quite uh impressive uh then you start digging into the product lines and um it's everybody's out here to show that you know they've got what it takes yeah. and that they've got everything that you want. So. And, and uh, hey, Jake, with uh, yeah, with the displays being so big, you said two stories tall and stuff like that, and they're they're showing everything that they make. How do they how do they show off uh, like the newest model of whatever firearm they're offering now? Do they make it a bigger model? Have them, nah, so usually they'll uh, they have it right on the front entrance of their booth, and they'll have maybe six or seven of the same gun. Uh, because there's so many people, uh, there are just thousands and thousands of dealers here and media individuals. And so you sometimes have to stand in line for, for quite a while just to get your hands on, you know, the, Hey, this is our new gun. There's six of them, uh, on one table for you to kind of play with and, uh, test the triggers and text the actions and the slides. And, and, uh, so they'll put those forefront or they'll, they'll have one fixture that's dedicated to new product. And then in the background, they've got all the stuff that they've, you know, had for a few years, uh, and calling out new versus, you know, yeah. the standard existing products. So, so what what they, are some of the things that have impressed you guys the most uh, this year? Any um, any standouts? Yeah, I I don't know if there's one individual product that's a standout. The thing that's been really fun for this show is uh, kind of going back to the grassroots of uh, manufacturers getting back to doing. Uh, more engineering um, and uh, R&D work where the past few years, the show has really been a, hey, same gun, new color. Now you're starting to see manufacturers that have never made a rimfire coming out with 22 pistols or new 22 bolt-action rifles. Mm. Um, that, that's a new market for them. So they're getting kind of back into the game where I think the industry itself is getting a little stagnant and bored with the same gun, different color. And now we're needing to refresh the manufacturer, they want to get their name, uh, Colt, you know, coming back out with the uh, old tested and proven Python to, um, you know, some of the smaller companies like Tactical Solutions has been an incredible company with really high-end uh, 22 rifles, semi-automatic, 
they come out with a really nice bolt action uh, little 22 uh, hunting rifles. They're all stepping up their game. Uh, you got new companies and more carbon fiber barrels and lightweight rifles with cartridges that shoot much further and the the cartridges themselves and the calibers are more proficient the way that they use the powder and the bullets. Uh, you can shoot further and more accurately and then in the hunting world you get some more effective on game. So, now, is there it, ever it, an opportunity for you guys to get out and actually shoot out in the desert out in uh, on the outskirts of Las oh, Vegas? Yeah. Or are there maybe like, are there ranges set up inside the expo anywhere? I want what? To. So yeah. There's uh, no ranges within the convention center here at SHOT. However, on Monday, they do what's called range day. And so there's multiple ranges around Las Vegas, mostly in the outskirts. And uh, so the manufacturers uh, are, you know, kind of spread across those ranges. Nice. Uh, Sig Sauer actually takes up one whole range. And so if you were going to go look at Sig products, you'd go to one range. Mm. And then the large ones where, you know, maybe a couple dozen manufacturers have bays. And so you can move around those, those ranges and put hands on products. Um, this year we opted not to uh, not to go to the range day just because you know we've had a lot of opportunities in the past to put hands on many of these firearms. And the other downside to the range day is that they're becoming so popular that there's long lines and you kind of stand in line if it's a hot new product. You, you could be in line potentially 30 minutes or an hour waiting to shoot that firearm right. and you get a five rounds in it. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, if your time is important, uh, you kind of have to make the decision whether or not you, you go there or you encourage the reps after the shows to bring their samples to you. Right. And uh, then you get private hands-on time with kind of no limits. It's like, it's, I mean, it's literally like the Disney World of the, the gun industry. I mean, that's exactly, like what you just described is exactly Disney World. Like, you really want to yeah. ride uh, the Tower of Terror, but it's got a 90-minute wait, so if you're gonna, if you really want to do that really bad, then you're going to have to pass on something else and kind of budget your time exactly. while you're there. Uh, for people that are... are oh, go ahead, go ahead, John. I was going to say, there are a couple other events that happen during the evenings at the show, and those are also kind of out in the desert. The, the manufacturers have um, private, they, they call them parties. They're, they're kind of uh, show-off opportunities. And um, there's a few that we've gone to in the past uh, where you go, you can shoot some of those firearms. Uh, you know, they have food trucks and food catered, but they do a big shoot where there's like three or four miniguns set up. And then they're just literally spraying. Um, this year I saw a video and they actually had a uh, helicopter flying with a, uh, mil- a minigun on it shooting from the air to the ground at one of the targets. Um, so, it, I mean, it's impressive. Uh, and, and obviously they're concerned about safety. So you're nowhere near the firearms, those miniguns, uh, or, you know, the, the uh, targets on that, on that range. Uh, the, uh, the, the, there's a store in Vegas years ago I went to, I don't know if it's still there, called the Gun Store. Have you guys been to that? I, I have, um, and, and there's of a course they have. Around. I was I was thinking to myself, no, what are you talking about? They, I haven't been to the, and of course Jake's like, yeah, I've been there. I've been to every gun store in the country. Uh, I, I, that was that was where I got to shoot a saw, six hundred rounds a yeah. minute. <laughs> wow, uh, come on! That, I mean, and I was just going to suggest it's kind of like, hey, don't forget to go see Carrot Top. Don't forget to go see the gun show or the gun store. <laughs> I, in years past, and I didn't happen to really notice much this year, but in years past, you couldn't go fifty feet in the law. Las Vegas airport without seeing billboards for the gun store. No kidding. Um, I, I just I didn't pay much attention this time through, but in the past, I mean, you literally could not miss their ads. 
You you mentioned uh, you you mentioned uh, uh, shooting from the sky before uh, the last segment. Uh, Bo is putting together a, a new television show. Am I now? And a team to go feral hog hunting from helicopters in uh, in the st- in Missouri because of the problem that we're having here. Uh, you guys want to be on the team? I, I am in. <laughs> that was Jake. I knew Jake would say I'm in. They're both in. That was John. No, uh, no I think John's laughing. staying back at the store. <laughs> no, <no. laughs> we are, we're all getting on the helicopters. and You know, you know, Dog the Bounty Hunter, it's going to be Bo the Hog Hunter. <laughs> and we're all going to be his, we're going to all be his team. <laughs> Uh, we, we're gonna we're gonna do another segment with uh, with uh, the guys from Osage County Guns here uh, in just a second. Uh, so we got plenty more to talk to them about Shot Show. Uh, before we take this first break, though, uh, what's happening at uh, you guys are obviously you know having fun at Shot Show, but what's happening at at the store at Osage County Guns? So we've got some of the new products starting to trickle in, and uh, they're not sitting around the shelves too long. So. Uh, we had some Ruger 5.7s come in. I, I mentioned that last time we were in the studio with you, and those have been just insanely hot. Everybody wants them for the price point. Um, so those have, have come in and gone right back out, but we've got a ton on order. Uh, we've got the Colt Pythons. Everybody's wanting those. We're getting you know dozens of phone calls every day. Uh, we've got those on order. Um, a lot of SIG's new products are starting to hit the shelves already. So uh, if you're a SIG fan, uh, you know, we've got that reputation for SIG's line. And uh, we've already started to see a lot of their new 2020 models cycling in. And then they've actually had a few new releases here, too. So um, over the upcoming you know, two, three months, there will be more new products rolling in. And uh, the other great thing about SHOT is we've had some opportunities to get some deals. So in the next, mm-hmm. uh, I would say, month. Uh, we're going to have some great sales because of some of the, the promotions we were able to take advantage of here at the show. That's fantastic. And, of course, OsageCountyGuns.com. You can always check out what's happening there. But as we always say, uh, nothing does uh, that store justice than, than going out there and seeing it for yourself. A massive 6,000-square-foot retail store, Osage County Guns in Wright City. got to get out there and check it out. We need to take a break, but we are going to uh, keep – John and Jake on the line. They are at SHOT Show in Vegas, and we're going to continue talking about that when we get back. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Welcome back to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Tony Colombo and Bo Matthews in a studio and joining us on the phone from SHOT Show are our friends John and Jake from Osage County Guns. Uh, we are going to continue this discussion with them from SHOT Show. Big Huge, uh, the biggest probably gun show of the year really sets the tone every year for what's happening in the industry. And we're just talking off the air a little bit. Uh, we're going to actually, um, at the after the show ends here today, we are going to record something with John and Jake for the podcast. So we're going to continue this discussion uh, and learn more about what's happening out there at SHOT Show. And you'll be able to, if you download the the podcast of the show already, thank you very much. You can do so every week. In fact, we release the podcast of this show before it airs. Of course, you can hear this show on Saturdays on 97.1, on Sundays on KMOX. But the podcast is actually up every Friday, so you can take it with you all uh, all weekend. And uh, if you're already downloading the podcast, radio.com app or wherever else you get it from, uh, you w- there'll be another podcast for you this week. It'll be a, podcast a, exclusive. Yeah, there'll be a podcast exclusive uh, where we'll be talking more about Shot Show with John and Jake. So 
uh, you'll have two podcasts to download this week instead of one. So that's really cool. For, for those that are that are you know uh, uh, you know hold the Second Amendment very dear to them, it really is about sharing this information. So we really encourage you to share the podcast yeah. with fellow like minded people because sometimes you won't hear. Uh, this information on any other place but yeah. this show. And so. the idea for the podcast was we record this this show right before the weekend, and uh, the idea was to not wait and release the podcast until after the show aired, which was kind of traditional radio thinking. Yeah. But we know that a lot of our listeners, a lot of the people that like this show, are maybe they are out enjoying the great outdoors on the weekends, and they want to have they want the podcast. They want to hear what we're talking about. You know, while on their time while they're out doing their thing, so that's why we're making the podcast available. It's early. all about on demand. And now anymore. you have, and now you have two. Now you'll have a second one because we're going to talk to these guys uh, even more. So, uh, like I said, John and Jake are on the phone with us at Shot Show in Vegas. Uh, I do want to touch base on a couple of stories that are happening um, uh, that are related to gun rights and and uh, Second Amendment rights and that sort of stuff. Uh, but before we jump into that. Um, we were talking about SHOT Show and what a big deal it is for the industry every January. Is it something, guys, that uh, anybody can go to? If you can if you can make the time and get yourself to Vegas um, uh, in, in January, can you just get tickets? Or do you have to have an industry in to be a part of SHOT Show? You do. So it's really geared to the manufacturers, distributors, and then dealers. Uh, media and law enforcement also uh, participate. Um, but uh, typically, I think for law enforcement, um, it's, I don't think you can just kind of show up. You do have to have a registration in advance and, uh, you know, authorization by your department. But uh, there is a heavy, you know, law enforcement and military presence here um, because there are individuals from even all over the world. We see a lot of foreign military, I saw, you know, special forces from, I think, South America somewhere yesterday here, wow. uh, actually at Starbucks. So, um, you know, it's, it's incredible, the, the, you know, how many people travel across the world and even manufacturers from, from Europe and other countries uh, are here as well. And so one of the stories that I wanted to talk about, and, and we can actually tie this in to your guys' trip to Vegas and, and SHOT Show, um, is something that we deal with here in the state of Missouri, and it's being dealt with by by states all across the country, and that's the idea of these gun-free zones. And right now there's a story that you can pull up. I'm looking at it right now. Chad has it pulled up on the, uh, the computer here in the studio. While you guys were there in Vegas... Uh, there was a shooting in the mall down there, which is a gun-free zone. Uh, we were just talking uh, last week to some of our friends in the Missouri legis- uh, uh, legislators, some uh, state reps, and that is something that every year the Republicans in the state of Missouri try to pass a, a, a bill to eliminate gun-free zones. It hasn't happened yet, uh, but that is far from just a Missouri uh, story. Tell us about what happened there in Vegas. I mean, I'm reading the story, but... I think, Jake, you were there when this happened. Uh, yeah, I was. Uh, I happened to be uh, just in the in a restaurant that's just tied to the mall um, with uh, with a couple uh, manufacturers and some friends in the industry. And um, we had reports of uh, shots fired and a bunch of police officers uh, outside the restaurant kind of keeping everything, uh, the chaos down. And, and, and I didn't hear anything uh, until afterwards when we left. Um, and kind of detoured us around to, to go uh, elsewhere while they were conducting the investigation on what had happened. But, you know, the, the thing that uh, kind of uh, upset me at the time, you know, was the fact that here I am. It could have been super close. 
Um, and gun-free zones, people that are going to follow the law don't care. Right. It's not a gun-free zone to them, which just means that it's a gun-free zone for me to not legally be able to protect myself right. in an environment where— Criminals don't follow the rules. That's what makes them criminals. Right. So if they if they're if it's not a gun free zone for them, then it's certainly not. I'm just a sitting target at that point. And uh, and and thanks for putting me in a position to just be an innocent bystander in a in a sitting duck to for whatever may occur. And, um, you know, the, the Vegas Police Department did a great job. They were on top of it pretty quick. Uh, I think they've made the arrest and some you know, young uh, young adults uh, getting in a skirmish with each other and guy pulls out a gun so yeah and it was uh, actually gang violence it was a gang dispute that was going on and an 18 year old was arrested uh on wednesday on attempted murder charges uh but i've got to ask though is is the state of uh nevada as liberal with their gun laws like i mean of course we've all seen the signs gun-free zone and you don't go back to your vehicle to you know put away your concealed carry is can you carry a gun out there pretty freely or no you can. So, uh, like most states, um, Clark County, which is a county that, you know, Las Vegas sits in, uh, especially more importantly, the Strip, um, they've got some requirements that you have to go through to be able to carry concealed. Uh, and you have to have a special card and you have to have it listed of the firearms that you have to have. But even inside of that, there's restrictions um, on the actual Strip itself. So, it, it's kind of a three tiered program where the rest of the state, you're okay to carry. But if you're in Clark County, then there's extra steps to be able to do that. Um, and then even inside of Clark County, there's areas where they're not permitted. Um, it's also worth noting that Las Vegas is much more sensitive to firearms now as a result of the, the shooting a few years back. Oh, with that was the, horrible, yeah. yeah. Um, so we actually see, you know, moving throughout the casino, and, and there are, you know, signs pretty much everywhere with the casinos for no concealed carry. But even to get to your rooms now, um, if you have long uh, kind of uh, packages or bags that would, uh, you know, house a firearm or a rifle, they're checking them. Hmm. Uh, I saw the uh, security uh, at the elevators checking somebody's uh, bag, and it was just a kind of a, a slender, narrow, cylindrical bag, and, and he just had signage in it for the show, um, you know, but uh, they're, you know, just being cautious as a result of that. You know, you, it, it, it's ironic that there is a shooting uh, so close to SHOT Show being a big, you know, uh, uh, gun industry event, and it reminds me of another story that happened this week, and that was the big rally, the pro-Second Amendment rally that we saw in the state of Virginia. And there was all these media making um, a big deal about how extra security was being called in because all of these gun lovers are going to be in one place and how dangerous that could possibly be. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself and all the people that that know uh, uh, and and kind of live in this world and and appreciate the Second Amendment and want to support it, know that that's exactly the opposite. That's going to be the safest place to be because the, the the people that truly support the Second Amendment, they don't want to go and start trouble with guns because that defeats the purpose of the rally. I thought that was uh, I, I thought that that was really well handled. I think it was mischaracterized by the media. And it's if all about you actually see what was happening there in Virginia for this pro Second Amendment rally, uh, it was very it was very safe. The crowd was very diverse. You know, it wasn't you know a Huge, bunch yeah. of white Christian gun you know that you know that that 
stereotype that gets stuck on uh, uh, this community sometimes. And it was a, I, I thought it was a, I thought it was a really cool thing that uh, that that we watched. I don't know if if you guys got a chance to see so much of that yeah. while you were in Shot Show, but I, do you have any thoughts on on that rally in Virginia? You know, it it really illustrated uh, number one the media bias. Um, I mean, it, it was it was amazing. Um, mm-hmm. Number two, uh, you can see a, a vast difference in the way. Uh, conservatives conduct themselves at rallies and and the, you know, uh, I would say respect that they have for each other and for the facilities and the locations uh, and and the vast difference between them and some of these other groups uh, where we've seen, uh, you know, attempted confrontations from groups like Antifa, even at the the Trump rallies, uh, you know, the one up in, I believe it was either Wisconsin or Minnesota, uh, there was some um, uh, aggression. And, uh, you know, the media, I think, was hoping, wishing, crossing their fingers that something would have happened here um, that would have helped them shape their narrative and that, you know, would have really let them, um, I think, try to uh, continue their, their, you know, false branding of, uh, you know, Second Amendment supporters. And it didn't happen. It was a very, I I think, uh, you know, uh, well-organized group that was there. And uh, I think maybe if, if, if there's nothing else that you, you take away that, you know, number one, there was no balance. Number two, um, there were individuals out uh, picking up their trash. You know, uh, yeah. there wasn't a feel uh, left in the aftermath like you've seen in some of these climate change rallies where, uh, you know, they come uh, speaking about climate change and then they just absolutely trash the place and there's hey. plastic and, and all kinds of debris everywhere on the ground. Hey, John, have you guys had any protesting out there at SHOT Show? I mean, like outside the building or anything? We have not seen it. and. Yeah. You know, I think that um, to some extent, uh, the, the the city helps uh, manage uh, everything. I, I think that, uh, you know, I, I don't want to say it would be prohibited, but um, security is, is high in this area. Um, there's security everywhere. You can't move through this building. You can't get into the show without credentials. Um, they do watch that closely. Um, there is a heavy police presence. There are, you know, police dogs here uh, throughout the area in the show. Um, you see police vehicles, uh, you know, outside of all of the uh, hotels and the convention center. So, um, you know, they are, you know, obviously keeping safety, you know, at the front of their minds. And um, I think, you know, that's that's very important. Yeah, uh, we unfortunately we're out of time here on the show. But as I mentioned, we are going to continue this discussion uh, with John and Jake from Osage County Guns. They are at SHOT Show in Vegas. And we are going to continue this discussion on the podcast. So when you download this week's show on the Radio.com app, make sure you download uh, this second podcast that we are about to do. And also don't forget to get out to Wright City, Missouri and check out Osage County Guns. 6,000 square foot retail store. Huge, beautiful store. Great selection of firearms and accessories and all the gear you need. They've got it all. Uh, You can also check out their website, OsageCountyGuns.com. So when you're done listening to this, download the podcast exclusive and we're going to get into some of the details of what is happening at SHOT Show, some of the the new items that uh, are coming out, some of the new products and uh, the trends that are happening in the gun industry right now. We're going to continue that discussion on the podcast. We hope you join us over there. That's going to do it for this week's show. For my partner, Bo Matthews, and producer Chad Ellis, I'm Tony Colombo. Thanks for listening. We will see you back here next weekend for another edition of Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. 
Get more at 971talk.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.